we're live. We're recording. Alright everyone, welcome back to another bonus episode of Movies and More. I'm hoping to keep this one a little shorter, just like I did with the Halloween special. I mean, it wasn't that short, but it's shorter than my normal episodes, so I'm gonna give myself a quick pat on the back. That's what that was. Uh, Alright, so aside from looking at shoes to purchase, designing my own shoes, and uh, listening to podcasts and watching videos about shoes, I've also been watching some movies. And reading some comics. Uh, so I'd like to talk about those real quick, if you wouldn't mind. I mean, no one's forcing you to listen to this. You can always just skip through it. And I get the listen and the download. So, <laughs> if you think about it, that's like basically the same thing. You just don't get to hear my angelic voice. Alright, um, real quick talk about Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I have uh, quite a few notes about this movie because I was very disappointed in it which is something I was not expecting or hoping to say. This is a classic that I've kind of been loosely meaning to get to since I was in, like, middle school, and I was the world's biggest Spielberg fan, despite having seen, like, five of his movies. But, um, I mean, I know this is a lot of people's favorites. This is, I mean, it's one of the classics, especially for Spielberg's... Spielbergians? I don't know. What's what's Spielberg fans? Spielbergers? Something like that. Anyway, for Spielbergers, this is a classic. So, I was really looking forward to it, and uh, my mom has been kind of putting together a list of movies we need to watch based on what movies they talk about on Stuff You Should Know, uh, which if you're not listening to, why? You should start listening to Stuff You Should Know. But, uh, but so this, Red Dawn, uh, Kramer vs. Kramer, Wait, did I talk about Kramer vs. Kramer? I had to have, right? No, I don't think I did. That must have been during the one-month hiatus. I'm gonna real quick talk about that. Um, sorry, that was not planned, but I'll, 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 I'll keep it quick, okay? Uh, so those are just a few examples uh, of stuff that we have decided to watch together because they talk about it on SYSK. Uh, they also talked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mom, want to watch that together? Uh, so I was kind of disappointed, which I said before. I like I, this was built up to me as a perfect classic, and I feel like it was kind of more like it's kind of okay. Like it wasn't great. Like obviously it's technically very well made, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, I did think that this was the best comedy I've seen in a while, uh, and I watched Bruce Almighty last night. For the second time, and I still think this is funnier. <laughs> I'm just joking, but um, but when he starts losing his mind and he's going like crazy and ripping up everything and throwing it through the window, I was beside myself. I almost fell off the couch. I was laughing so hard. Uh, that was, gee dang banana balls. That was ridiculous. I uh, but I did like before that how the setup was like these separate plot lines that were interconnected somehow but we didn't quite yet know how that along with like what exactly is going on with these aliens that was all very intriguing to me uh and that's something that i like in a lot of other stories stuff like uh like why the last man starts off like that and you see a bunch of different characters in different locations and you're not quite sure how they're going to link up until they do and i think that's really cool those payoffs are very satisfying and that's an interesting way to keep your audience engaged and for a while that did carry me through this movie but the farther along we went the less invested I became in this I 
I just don't think that this is as good as it was sold to me as being. I mean, like, like I I like the idea of him being almost driven mad by these aliens. Uh, but I think a lot of the way that that, like, you know, how that shakes out and how your audience responds to it, more importantly, comes down to execution. And while I think the idea was very interesting, I don't think it was well executed. I think someone other than Richard Dreyfus, and while obviously he's a great actor and he's really good in Jaws, I don't think that he was the right choice maybe for this role. I think someone else probably could have played this better. And I think with a little more nuance, this could have been a lot more interesting of a story. And this also, I feel like, almost seems like faux Spielberg. Like, this seems like a director, like, maybe Rob Reiner, for instance, trying to do a Spielberg impression. Like, I was just talking about Friday the 13th for the Halloween special, and I said about how I think that's a very superficial and surface-level read of what made a movie like Halloween great. And so you take the basic plot beats and some of the general story structure elements, and you translate them to another movie that doesn't understand the craft or the artistry that went into making Halloween so good. So I think that this this almost plays to me, coming at it now, like another director tried to imitate Spielberg's style. It's like kind of subtle as a sweat uh, sweatshirt. No, sorry, subtle as a sledgehammer. That's what I meant. That makes more sense. Uh, I mean, maybe a supreme sweatshirt. Subtle as a supreme sweatshirt. Subtle as a reverse weave champion sweatshirt. Uh, did you know that Champion invented the hooded sweatshirt? Bet you didn't. Now you do. Uh, I think that that this, I don't know, just didn't play out as well as I think it could have. At least from my perspective. Uh, I did think that it went, like, it kind of ebbed and flowed for me. It started out really intriguing. The farther along it went, I think the the more my opinion of it declined. And then towards the end, I think it kind of picked back up. And then after that, it sort of dipped back down again. I don't know. It was a real roller coaster for me. I think a lot of this, the positive things that I have to say about it are purely ideas, not exactly the the way I saw them presented in the movie. Stuff like the specific sect of astronauts that they're going to try to send with the aliens. That's a brilliant idea, and that could be a great TV show or comic that could be a really awesome story by itself. Communicating with with aliens, like trying to figure out how do you communicate with a species that doesn't abide by our rules of language. I mean, Arrival proves that that could be a really great movie. Guys, Arrival is a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and go out and see it. It's really, really good. Uh, Denis Villeneuve is one of the best filmmakers working today. Uh, but, but, sorry, I keep taking weird asides. That's probably why these episodes get so long. Um, but, but communicating in an, in like an all new language with another species, that's really interesting. Some of the ways that these aliens interact with Earth, like the, the magnetism and everything freaking out and the way their lights are so bright that they sunburn people. All of that was so interesting and really, really cool to me. And the way they play with light, especially in the scene where the kid gets abducted, really, really cool. And I really think that this stuff could have been better done in a different movie. Uh, Which sounds really harsh, but I think that uh, this isn't really coming from a place of like, I hated this. It's 
coming more from a place of like, I was really disappointed with this because on top of being built up as a great movie, I think it's a movie full of great ideas, but I don't think that that necessarily translates to a great movie. Uh, I would like to read and watch some reviews though to see what other people find in this movie and see if maybe I can gain a new appreciation for it. That kind of happens sometimes. It takes uh, another perspective to kind of help you see it for, for, for what a lot of other people do. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a great example of that, for me at least. I don't think I really liked that movie the first time, but kind of seeing what other people responded to and why other people thought it was a classic kind of changed my opinion of it, and upon a rewatch, I definitely liked it a lot more and tried to keep it in the rotation, so uh, so I'm I'm see if I can do that with this. I'll keep you posted if you care, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I do think... There, there were a few things that I would like to highlight. Uh, I don't think that they ever should have seen the aliens. I don't think that that's the right payoff for this movie. Uh, and while I like an ambiguous ending, I don't think that there should have been so much lack of exposition about these aliens. Especially if we're going to see them. If you're going to commit to it being impressionistic, then just go all the way with that. Um, and then I don't think that having a complete lack of resolution with his wife and his children was a good move at all. I mean, that's your entire family, and they just so unceremoniously exit this movie just to never come back into the fold at all. And I was so surprised by that, because that seems like a plot thread that would continue later, but it never does, and I was disappointed in that too. So, yeah. Um, And while I know that this isn't exactly the type of movie that needs a sequel, I think the sequel to this movie would be a lot more interesting. Maybe splitting time between what are the parents and the kids of the man who was selected by aliens to, to go into space and kind of lead the frontier uh, of, of this new phase of exploration. What are they dealing with back on Earth? What's it like for all these researchers and just humankind at large when they're dealing with such a crazy event? Um... And then what is it like for him? What's he learning about these about these aliens? What's it like to see a human with a very limited outlook? I mean, like, if you're taking it from this origin, he comes from, like, BFE. Like, was it Oklahoma or something? Like, middle of nowhere, basically. So, seeing someone go from such a... Um, such an insular point of view to you're in a whole new universe that would be really awesome and and interesting to see so i don't think i'd want a sequel but i do think i'd like a piece of entertainment and in kind of any medium that picks up like everything has basically already happened and maybe you flash back to parts of it but i think that would be much more interesting and is maybe the better story here especially if it doesn't play to a lot of the things that i think it could have played to and then, um, this is just a little bit more of, uh, of a thing that I found wrong with this, but I don't like this mother, um, and I don't like her kid. I think that the mother is giving not the best performance and is really bad at looking out for her kid. He runs away multiple times in the movie, and when he's abducted, it's almost entirely her fault. She gives up way too quickly on trying to hold him, and... As soon as they get into that corner, she lets go of him. So it's it's a combination of that kid being a dumbass and her just kind of being, like, kind of careless as a parent. So didn't like that either. But 
Anyway, I mean, let me know if you have a totally different opinion about this. I'd love to hear it. I I would like to see what other people like about this. Uh, and then, just very quickly, we did watch Kramer vs. Kramer, like, three weeks ago, probably, at this point. Um, that's a really good movie. I would definitely recommend seeing it. Uh, don't look at the cover. Whatever poster you see for it, or, or cover of the DVD, or the, the rental, don't look at that. That is such a misnomer. It looks like it's gonna be a delightful comedy with these two kids and their crazy parents. And then it ends up being one of the more depressing and horrible, like, family dramas that I've seen in, uh, recent time. But it is really good, despite how, how heavy it is. A lot of great performances, a lot of, uh, really interesting, uh, really interesting story beats. Very weirdly paced, I will admit that. Well, I feel like I've already said that. I, did I talk about this? I'll check. But, um, but yeah, definitely check that out. And, uh, I watched Bruce Almighty last night with my girlfriend. We... Uh, we played the, the 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 classic double feature, Super Mario on the Switch, and Bruce Almighty. Uh, uh, Bruce Almighty is a great movie. Uh, I mean, it's not great, but in terms of Jim Carrey comedies, it's one of the better ones. It's definitely one of my favorites, and it's surprisingly well written. Like it's not, I don't know, it's not like Royal Tenenbaums or something. Like it's not a Charlie Kaufman movie or anything, but it's it's a good. Uh, it's a good tight comedy script, and it delivers on a character arc that I think is much better set up than I would have thought it would be. So, yeah, I I really like Personal Mighty, and I think that if you haven't seen it in a while, or you just haven't seen it, uh, check it out. And then, real quick, I want to give you some comic and TV recommendations. So, I... Um, further yet, my quest to finish up Why the Last Man. I just got the fourth volume last night. I haven't started it yet, but I plan on it at some point today. And, um, and I also picked up the second issue of the J.J. Abrams slash, um, Abram Abrams or whatever his name is. It's J.J. Abrams and his son, uh, the Spider-Man comic, the miniseries that they're working on. Picked up a second issue. Uh, very mixed opinions on this one. The first one, I think... I thought, well, it wasn't the best written. I thought it had a lot of interesting ideas, and I was excited to see where they'd go with it. Uh, this, I think, the dialogue is one of the worst things about it. I think that falls really short. It seems really over dramatic and just not playing to the right beats. And uh, they introduce a new character, a love interest of sorts, and she's kind of just like female Miles Morales, which I didn't really like. Um, so. Yeah, I thought that was that was kind of disappointing. And yeah, just overdramatic. I think that's my number one complaint with it. Which is something I've been finding with a lot of Marvel books recently. Especially uh, that Chip Zdarsky, Daredevil stuff. The, the Like I said, I think I touched on it then. That clipped like, this is the end of Matt Murdock, of Daredevil. This is over. Whatever, like, that just bothers me. And um, I think I equated to, it's hard to go from only eating caviar to, uh, like, dollar store meat, you know? It's just, it's kind of difficult. So, because, I mean, if you think about it, like, Why the Last Man is classic. Saga is fantastic. Paper Girls is amazing. Invincible. Killer Be Killed. All these books that I've been reading. And then to kind of go back to just stuff that's just not quite meant to be all that. It's just a little, um... I don't know. 
it's kind of hard to get past, but um, I would I would recommend picking it up to see what you think. It's definitely an interesting story, and it's not canon, so it doesn't really matter. So having a, an Elseworlds take written by a by a JJ is is pretty cool. So, and then uh, if you are not watching any new TV shows, uh, or you've run out of TV shows to watch. Well, it's the time of year when a lot of new shows are launching. It's pilot season. So I think this is a great time to jump on some stuff. And Watchmen is something that I'd highly recommend. It is technically a sequel to the Dave Gibbons, Alan Moore comic Watchmen from the 80s, which is the only comic to ever make it onto Time's 100 Greatest Novels of All Time. And well-deserved. It is a fantastic comic. And it's one of the best standalone stories I've ever read. Uh, But then again, I actually don't think you really have to read it to understand this TV show. But I would highly recommend it. If you've got the time and you're looking for something to read, goddamn Watchmen is so good. But uh, And it stands on its own. Like I said, you don't need to have any prior knowledge of it coming into it. And even if stuff doesn't make sense, it was originally designed to be its own... Uh, self-contained story so everything kind of comes full circle and it's really really good I highly recommend it but the series is also really good and it has that quality that I talked about earlier with a lot of different stories kind of converging upon one another to a certain degree and I like that a lot you see kind of random almost unconnected events that seem to not play into each other at all but uh, eventually probably will and along with that it's just got some really good writing and clever world building and it's just a very interesting show uh, and I, I really like it so far so I'd highly recommend that uh, the world building I think is one of the things I was most enamored with uh, as well as the transitions we start out uh, this is a pretty minor spoiler but we start out watching like an old-timey silent serial from like the 40s or something and uh and it's like, what, what is going on? And if you read the comic, you you kind of recognize some of the iconography that's in the serial. And then we pull back, and it's, uh, it's a movie theater, and there's a kid who's watching this serial play out. And then from there, we see his parents come in, and there's bombings, and like, and it's just you're thrown into this chaos, and they end up on a on a cart, and it's it's crazy. It it really moves, and uh, the title of the episode kind of comes up and you're like, what just happened? What, where is this going? And, um, and also what does this title mean? Uh, this isn't really a huge spoiler, but it's, um, it's, it's called, it's summer and we're running out of ice. That's what the pilot episode is called. And I was like, that's an interesting title. I'm not totally sure what that means. And by the end of the episode, you realize what it means and it's such a good payoff, and it's so haunting and really, really awesome. And it plays into this show stylistically so well. And there's a lot of just human moments throughout that I really liked. And like I said, interconnected stories that were really awesome. Using media and just random events to teach you more about this world was awesome. And indirect hints at certain things that have happened in the past in between the comic and this show all of it really, really good, really coalesces in a way that makes for uh, something that I can be really excited for uh, to watch on Monday uh, Monday afternoons. So, I mean, it actually comes on on Sunday. I just, I watch it on Monday after school, but 
yeah, man, really, really great show. I'd highly recommend it. Uh, and the comic, definitely check that out, too. Uh, once it finishes, I might even do a comic-slash-TV um, show roundup. I think that would be really fun to see, like, you know, revisit the comic and then see how well does this work as a sequel. Uh, let me know if you'd be interested in that. It's only nine episodes, so it could happen as soon as nine weeks from now, so or eight weeks from now at this point. Uh, so, yeah. All right. I would love to thank you, as always, for listening. And because I love it so much, I'm going to do that. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you guys are so cool. And I, if you made it this far, why don't you tell me some stuff that you'd like to hear about? I would love to get comments uh, for episode suggestions, for topics, for for movies I should check out and review, books, anything. I'll take it. I would, I would love to do that. Uh, you guys, like I said, really make the show what it is. That's one of the most important factors that hasn't happened before, uh, is that this show actually has listeners, whereas a lot of my other creative endeavors never really found an audience. So I want to kind of try to tailor this to you. I know you can't always get into the topics just from the virtue of not knowing about them. So please let me know if there's stuff you'd want to hear me to cover. I would be happy to. Uh, if you want to know how to do that, if you've somehow forgotten, um, uh, you can hit me up on Instagram personally at giovandrioli1, or you can uh, go to the show's account, uh, which is at Movies and More Pod on Instagram. I post teasers for new episodes and updates for when episodes have dropped. It's a really fun time. And uh, if you can't really get into that and you don't fuck with Instagram, totally get it, you can email me at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. And uh, like I said, thank you as always for listening, and I will see you next time. Peace! If you think I forgot Gratefuls, I didn't. I did them on the last episode. Peace for reals. Have a great one. And wear a hat. It might be cold where you are.